Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Thank you. Dearest King Salomon, I'm very happy that we are finally beginning this book. It is a beautiful day. It's a good year. Today is Candlemas. So today the energy has returned completely to Earth, strong enough to allow contact and communication with other spiritual levels and entities. Let us finally begin to work on this book after all the time that we have been in contact with each other already. And let me start with asking you about your previous lives or your last life, whichever you prefer. If you wish to make a start, then please speak now. It is a great joy to me that we begin this book now. There are enough wise sayings on earth, but concerning the descriptions of earthly problems that come with life, there are far too few yet on earth. I wish to change that and to give this book my support, which will be far more potent now than were my activities during my lifetime. If you wish to ask questions now, please do so. Otherwise, I will be happy to talk about the various subjects. Yes, let's do it this way. I will let you talk and maybe I will have a question from time to time. Very well. Dearest King Salomon, my first question is, can you give me a small glimpse of the life in which you were King Salomon? Was it your last life here on earth? Yes. So you did not reincarnate after that? No. And did you have other lives before that? Oh, yes. Many? Yes. Those many lives have taught me a great deal. Would you like to talk about a specific life or several lives? It is up to you, before your time as King Salomon or after. Yes. Then please begin. The wisest life was indeed my time as king. Because there I had the possibility to actually implement my wisdom. But the most instructive time was when I was a very poor and very restricted, in a material sense, human being. You know how much the soul strives to us its lifetime in order to learn and to cleanse and accelerate the cosmic energy. But if you are blocked by material restrictions to a great, great degree, mm -hmm. the challenge is exponentially bigger. And so, naturally, will be the insights. While you can drift around lazily in a warm sea, you will have to swim in a cold sea. Okay. Then would you like to tell me a little more about that other life? What exactly did you experience? How were you 
enriched by it? I was mainly enriched by the support I received through human connections. Human beings can be very supportive of each other and the duress and this help can change your life just as much as can a psychedelic experience. At the time I did not have any water and the people of the village brought me water when I had attracted a human viral illness. This act touched me so much that it made me realize just how precious the interconnectedness of all beings in the cosmos really is. It is useful to live alone when you have discovered an innate gift and strive to develop it, for then you can fully live this gift. But when your task is bare survival, human connections are the most important thing for your soul. There you can gain much insight. Please carry on. Were there other moments that expanded your awareness? Yes, there were. There were thousands of them, Sylvia. Well, tell me whatever you wish, whatever you wish to have me to put on paper. These special encounters, people who love each other, have always been an enrichment to me, for love has so many faces. Countless different faces. The love between man and woman. The love between siblings. The love of the children for their parents. The love for your child. The love between friends, same-sex love, the love for animals, the love for plants. It was my highest goal to experience all kinds of love. When I was sad during my life, it was always love which revived me. One very special encounter was the encounter with one of the creators. What? What do you mean? I mean, please, can you be more specific? I was presented with the gift of encountering one of the creators one night during my lifetime as King Solomon. The warm weather had permitted me to leave the curtains wide open. In the middle of the summer night, I stepped out onto the balcony in front of my room. As I contemplated the sky, I heard the voice of a being, yet I could not see it. You were aware and awake and heard a voice. Yes. Please go on. The voice began to call, just as you would call to a person, from far away, yet it was so near. More voices joined in. They all began to speak as if they were in a great hall together. Yet I heard them each individually. And what did you hear? Various things. Please speak, please begin. Some spoke about life in general, while others spoke about the cosmos. But 
King Solomon, can you go into a little more detail, please? Yes. The most important message that I heard was that it is the strength of a person that determines his life. The strength of this person's soul. If a soul does not have much strength, it cannot express itself in its body. That in turn has many complex consequences. Then the voices went on to say that when love informs the path of the person, he will absorb this energy and the soul will keep this energy. Okay. I think we will return to this wisdom or this information later, right? You can always talk about it again because you have lived it. You haven't, you? Exactly. Hmm. I recorded them and I have then lived them, implemented them whenever I could. Do these recordings still exist? No. But there were some, there are some of your recordings that still exist. There are scrolls. But these are not my recordings. Oh, would it still be possible to find the recordings? No, right? Because they would have rotted away, right? Yes. Okay, dearest King Solomon, let us return to these wonderful wisdoms, these energies later. But did you ever find out who these beings were? Yes. Please speak. The friends of humans. How exactly do you mean that? The creators of the humans, Sylvia. Don't you know their names? Yes, yes but so do you. Ah, uh, <laughs> I want to hear it from you. The Sira. <laughs> okay, you found out that you had spoken to the Sira, but you did not immediately see them, right? Exactly. What a shame, right? I did see them. But on another day, later in my life. Not in that moment that I spoke to you about. I see. So they did show themselves to you? Yes. Wow, that is exciting. How old were you then? 41. And how long had you been in contact with them? For very long. Tell me, 10 years, 20 years? Several years. I do not recall the exact number. Wow. And did you hug them or what? Yes, we hugged. This being was very powerful and very loving. But it was not a spiritual being. It was physical. Wow, that is exciting. The Sira created the humans. Everything else is a fairy tale and will always remain so. The cosmic creator was the source, not a race like the Sira. Therefore, I pray to the Sira as my creators and not to white spiritual forces. So let me summarize. You have met the Sira and they gave you tips when they appeared there in your balcony. You did not see them in your sleep, right? No. Did you have any encounters in your sleep? No. For the most part, I derived my knowledge, wisdom and strength from my conversations with the Sira. Wow, okay. So you only did get to see one Sira. Did he wear clothes? <laughs> yes, of course. What did they look like? 
Soft, floor length, white. Was it a suit? No. A dress? Yes. Of the kind that the inhabitants of desert countries wear. Ah, these white kaftans. Yes. I would be interested in finding out who invented them. But I will have to find this another time. <laughs> what did the face look like? Like a human. Only finer. Uh -huh. Like the finest physical pattern of a human. You understand? We are a combination of the element that was present in the apes. In order to make us use of the dexterity of their hands and feet. But we are also connected to with the Sira through other components. Wow. So this will be kind of like a book about the knowledge of the Sira? Yes. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I would also like to know if he was wearing a hat. No. What was the hair like? White. Oh, was he old then? No. And yet white hair. Thick hair? Yes. Hmm, exciting. Shoes? Yes. Mail? Yes. And did you always hear the voice at night? Yes. And you did not see anything at all first? No, really. Nothing at all. And how long did these conversations last as a rule? Sometimes long, Sylvia. Sometimes short. But surely you had companions or a companion in your bed, didn't you? What did they say to this? When I spoke to this stranger... I was all by myself. Ah, that is really impressive. Dear Salomon, now please carry on about your special encounters. You said earlier that you learned most as a human or as a soul in other lives. Could you direct your attention there once again, please? Were there other exceptional encounters? Yes, of course. There were many. The strength I gained through the awareness of compassion when... Lives were at stake. That was also very moving discovery for me. The people were to be sacrificed and I managed to interrupt that. I saved a life and this was so moving that I had to cry every time. Wow. Please tell me, when was this? In another lifetime. Before the time of Solomon. That time... I was a judge in a house that was very cruel. And when the owners of this house did not like what a person did, then they condemned them to death. But through my ability to connect with people, I was able to avert this sometimes through discussion and communication. And every time this happened, I was filled with love and strength. I can imagine that. As if the gratitude of these people filled me with strength. This is exciting. I have thought about that myself the other day already. As if this were a sort of currency in the shape of people's gratitude, which so enriches the soul that it gathers strength, energy, which after all is the true currency of the cosmos. Yes, you are right in that. I experienced that. Yeah. Well then, please carry on. Then there was another lifetime. 
I was permitted to experience in which my work as a priest was also very enriching. For at that time I prayed much, but I did not really know where I was going. This question weighed on my mind so much that I found it hard to do my duty as a priest. But then love came, came to heal me. For since I had only known life as a monk, without the experience of physical pleasures and touch, the violation of this rule was my true healing. And I realized that what I had been seeking in all my prayers and supplications was nothing other than human attachment. Wow. To feel love. To feel loved. Everything that can heal the human existence can be found in these two words. Wow. That life was very intense because of the breaking of the monastic woes and the feel of the loving from the bottom of my heart as the greatest gift of my life. Those were opposites that extremely enriched me at that time. So, did you live this life as a happy man? Oh, yes. That's wonderful. Could you say that your soul had always been seeking for more depth or more elevation? Well, yes. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Would you like to tell me about another life? Yes. Then please do. The life in which I did not like human beings at all was a life where I was born a disabled being. Mm. Then I never experienced the slightest human mm. touch. And I was the target of scorn and mockery. These experiences brought a lot of sadness to my soul. Can you explain how that could have happened? I mean, do you know the laws, the cosmic laws behind this? Why a soul ends up in a body that provides this kind of experience? No. Maybe I should ask friend of the Indians and others for that, right? Right. Okay, so this was a life in which you lost a lot of energies, I guess. Exactly. That life was very... Very sad. Very sad, Sylvia. Good Lord, yes. I feel the memory and it carries a lot of sadness. Would you like to say anything else about this life? Please, no. Could you say summarily that you lost much energy in that life? Yes. And how did you get it back? <laughs> in the life afterwards, via my priesthood and the experience of the love that followed. I understand. So after you were born into this broken body and had died, you were reborn as a priest? Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you ever come here as a woman? Yes, of course, I did. And? I like that. Because? Because that way of life was very different, much more attractive. What do you mean by attractive? Well... When women dress up, they are very creative with their, as you would say, makeup, hats, hairs, pearls, jewelries. <laughs> you understand? Yes, now I understand. So you are talking about the way they are able to make themselves pretty, to dress up. Exactly. <laughs> 
And what about the subject of having children as a woman? I did not find the experience of having a beautiful body that enriching rather the moment of dressing up and chatting with the other woman and communicating and just being. As a man on this earth, you are expected to have a different attitude, more belligerent, more aggressive, very much less ready to just enjoy normal life as such. Well, you, you men know how to enjoy as well, surely. Yes, but not via continuous existence, rather in peaks of enjoyment. I guess you would say. Yes, I understand. Dear Konig Solomon, dear King Solomon, <laughs> were you a woman many times? No. More often man than woman. I understand. And were you ever on other planets? Oh, yes. What did you think about that? It was much easier to exist there than on Earth. But at the end of the day, the human experiences were the most instructive, as I said before. I understand. If you asked me where I was happiest, I actually would say on Earth. What? Why this? Because of its beauty and because of the many kinds of encounters. Ah, okay. I can understand that. Would you like to say anything else about these, your lives? No. Well, then we will end this dialogue and continue tomorrow with your wisdom, okay? Yes, with pleasure. Please, begin to prepare the human conditions you want to ask me about. Life, love, work. All that interests you or that you think may be of interest to others, we will go through one by one. Okay, but I would also be okay if you took the lead. <laughs> Sylvia, I need your help to bring it into a form that humans will understand. Yes, I understand. Okay, together we will do that. <laughs> I thank you very much for this first conversation here, for this book. It was wonderful and incredibly interesting. Now I will start my day and I'm looking forward to hear you soon. Thank you, love. Thank you, Sylvia. Love.